Coffee Quad Time. now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Oh, my goodness. We started a few seconds early, so we would, could start closer to the hour, and I was almost relaxing too much there and almost didn't put the switches up. Good morning, everyone. I hope everyone is well this Wednesday morning, October 28th, twenty. We've got a lot to talk about today, a lot of things going on, and we might as well get started with the crew. Jeff, we'll start with you since you've been begging everybody for everything this morning, so let's get started <laughs> with you. Oh, what can I say, Phil? It's another another day, another Wednesday morning, and it's good here in Albany. It's raining, though, and we have 43 degrees, so we're not going to have nice weather today, tomorrow, or Friday, but... And, and cold for Halloween, so and maybe snow on Friday, but Ooh. let's hope not. I was going to say 80, 90 degrees here today, Jeff. Oh, oh. please bring it my way. Okay, we will. Let's uh, check in with Jr. Jr., are you there, buddy? I am here. Good morning to everybody on the uh, Coffee Club. Uh, it's good to hear everybody. Waiting to hear our emergency alert services go off today. Uh, the New York State Police is going to be. Uh, 
testing out the EBS service, and it's, it's, of course it's only a test, so, but it's a test that'll probably drive you nuts, my feeling, and uh, it hasn't gone off yet that I've heard, so. Are we going to get it on our phones, JR? I think that's where we're getting it. Hey, and say good morning to your sister since she's on here. I know, I heard my sister jump in here. It's uh, almost her birthday in, uh, what, another uh, 16 days? Well, I did close my math enough. right. So, that is that is so cool. Let's go to Altoona, Pennsylvania. Well, um, not too much going on here. It was really rainy yesterday. Supposed to be nice today. Soaker tomorrow and 25 Friday night. So we're hoping it doesn't rain Friday night because it won't be rain. And the cat is doing well. The shots are going well. And let's see, what else do I know? We got our iPhone 12s. That's going well. So we're good here. We're going to be talking some more about phones here in just a little bit, too. Just a little teaser. A big big change is coming but um yeah you've and you've got your demo and you've got lots and lots and lots of good stuff coming up tim in minnesota how are you not too bad it's cold here but uh well actually it's warmer today than it was yesterday we're at 30 anyway uh and yesterday it was 16 at this time so uh and it's supposed to be a lot better. They're actually saying 60 on election day, which is not too bad. But uh, and things are going well. Uh, my uh, choice for the World Series didn't get there. I mean, they they got to the World Series, but I mean, they didn't win. They just anyway. forgot to win it. <laughs> but that's that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Well, good to see you hanging in there. And we acknowledge you, raised hands. We'll get to you in just a moment. Jenny in Indianapolis, what is going on there? Oh, my. Yesterday was a busy day. I went to vote, and I've never voted early in a polling place before, and it was busy. I've never uh, seen so many people. Normally, there would have been a three-hour wait, but the people were nice and let us go ahead of them in line, and I wouldn't normally do that. But it was a good experience because the accessible machine worked, and it was all good. I'll be talking about that in a few moments. In my experience here in Florida, what it was like to to vote and some of the challenges I ran into and some of the the, the funnier things that I didn't didn't let get me down um, in, in, in regards to that voting yesterday and some nice people I met. Let's see, if we've scratched through everybody on the panel, if I missed anybody, Jeff? I believe you've got everyone. So the only two hands we have raised, we have Marianne Migliarelli, JR's sister, and Tim. we have... Oh, Tim. No, got to no, get Tim. Tim. Sorry about that, Tim. No, we talked to Tim. Yeah, we did talk to Tim. Oh, we did? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I thought maybe I was going to see it out here. Me yeah, too. He, he's really disappointed that his football, his baseball team lost. Yeah, remember he talking about the baseball team and all the things. So let's go to Marianne. Can you unmute yourself, Marianne, please? And and then we can get to you. And Joe, you'll be next. Go ahead, Good Marianne. Good morning. I was I was waiting for the I'm being waited uh, waited to 
to uh, ask to unmute, and it just popped up with a free unmute. I was surprised. Uh, thank you all for the concerns last week. The wildfires were definitely crazy. I think they are still burning, but now they're burning underneath the snow because we got like six or eight inches. We were safe. We did not have to be evacuated. Some friends of mine farther north definitely did, but we were okay. Uh, but we haven't been breathing clean air for a good long time um, here in Boulder. It's been really, really smoky for a while. Can you smell uh, the smoke, actually? Not now that it's, you know, it's it's snowed for close to, well, I want to say more than 24 hours. Maybe like closer to 36 hours between the flurries and the snow and the rain and whatever. So I think, you know, it mostly cleared the air, here in town at least. So the air quality is a little bit better, but we did get down yesterday. I woke up in the morning and it was like, I don't know, four or six degrees or something. Super cold. I am not ready for that, even though I do have my really long winter coat on. <clears throat> and what I about did go vote. <laughs> go ahead, Jeff. I was getting, go ahead. Go ahead. You go talk about that. I was going to ask you how your new job is going so far. Um, the new job is still good. We don't have our computers yet for the two of us who need them most. But apparently everybody else is going to be getting new computers and really soon. So that's sort of weird and confusing. But there you go. Um, but the, the people are awesome. The learning is great. We'll know more when we get accessibility worked out. Yeah, accessibility sometimes has a way of getting to be last in the equation. I remember us getting our, everybody cited had their computers almost two years before we did. And well, from I what did. I understand, they just need to, they, they have them on order from Dell, and the only thing extra we asked for was memory uh, and a solid-state drive. So I'm finding it really hard to imagine why Dell hasn't come through with the computers yet or what we're actually waiting for. I'm like, well, then give me the credit card. I'll show you how to get a new computer quick. Yeah. I'm good at that, you know. <laughs> well, well, your computer works that you have call. now? I'm just using my own brand new computer that I bought. Uh, but I can't access the work systems with it. See, that's Because the they won't let you into it right. or they won't let you into the... Well, yeah, because you can't have a personal computer on a, on on yeah. the work system. Yeah, well, they're, you, they're trying you to. Could use, you could use virtual virtual desktop, but they don't have JAWS on the main network, so we can't use virtual desktop. Uh, go so, ahead, Tim. Oh, I was going to mention that. Uh, yeah, that that um, I, I was going to mention that about JAWS on the main network. But yeah, it it's not there, and so we can't do virtual desktop. And even if we could, that's only an answer for one of us, not for both of us. So um, so we're just hanging out, waiting for the computers. But the training's really cool, and we're getting ready for state convention, which is this, this week. And I'm our auctioneer, so I'll have lots to do in our really cool virtual convention atmosphere. That's Sorry. fun. I was going to say, Marianne, it's your your fault um, that here, because of the wildfires there, we had blue snow. Oh, my God. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Now we've got really crispy. You can hear me walking outdoors 
and all that was snow is now like looks like these like it it all feels like these frozen like crystals on the ground because it it got soft last night and then it froze again overnight so now it all sounds all crunchy and crystally how's uno uno is doing really well he got a clean bill of health from the chiropractor he was very happy uh with him and it seems like the adjustments he got there really cleared everything up he hasn't had any more episodes so does he like like the snow oh he loves the snow uno loves everything he's a lab he loves all the things i think the only thing he probably doesn't love is the fact that i'm home all day and uh but i did a couple weeks ago go to my former workplace and over to that whole area and he got to visit a bunch of his friends and so he was super happy to see all all the people that used to be in our office every day or not all of them but a bunch of his favorites were there so he was happy and we have accessible voting in colorado and i voted and we also have ballot tracking out here so i voted electronically uh, printed it out myself I used an IRA agent just to make sure the signatures and stuff were in the right spot because of the voting, um, the voting promotion that IRA is doing. I used it for a few minutes and we made sure we signed everything and that I even put stamps on in the right way and and so on because heaven forbid you put your stamp on upside down kind of thing. I was like, I don't want any excuses for them wrong. to say. Yeah. And the ballot tracking worked perfectly and I know my vote's been counted. Yeah, I got my receipt back, too. We're going to talk about that in a moment and maybe where I let myself down in just a moment. But we'll get to these callers because I'm going to tell you an experience here in just a minute. And I'll try to stay on for it. Okay, I'll, I'll rush it through. Oh, no, you're you're good. Okay. You, you do you, Bill. It's uh, a good thing you do. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Marianne. Let's see. Who else is... Our next victim, Jeff. Okay, Joe, can you lower your can you lower your hand? Right. Can you unmute yourself, please? Oh, th- thank you very much. This is Joe here, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Twenty-eight degrees, cloudy skies now, clear skies. I always get a bang out of when they say "mysterious girl." We call her, and she said this afternoon, clear skies up to forty-seven. Mixed conditions. Well, are you going to serve mixed vegetables with those mixed conditions? Anyway, ABC Television. Next Monday, November 2nd, the good doctor returns at 10 Eastern, 9 Central and Mountain. But on Mm. top of that, it it, it is going to be audio described. Very good. You know, it's been audio described for quite a while, at least in New York City and stuff where you could get it. So maybe this is a good thing. It's a good show. It's a very interesting show. Do you like the show, Joe? Oh, yeah. Yes, very much. Very good. I heard you, Ellen. I heard you. Very good. It, 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 it is a great show. Now, that's interesting. In this market, it, it, it actually will be the first time for us to have it. Audio described. Wow, that's wild. Huh? It, it has been here for quite some time. All right. Thank so you, Joe. So there you go. Who's next, Jeff? Can you unmute yourself, Gail, please? And you'll be next. Um, old A can unmute you. There you go. Go ahead, Gail. Uh, Yeah, um, first of all, on a little bit of a serious note, 
please keep my cleaning lady in prayer. She was, she has COVID, and I've just been, I'm doing fine. I'm going to contact her and see how she's doing. That's all I'll say about that. But otherwise, everything else is fine with me. I've been keeping myself busy in other ways with the legend and all you wonderful guys out there that are giving me my requests and you guys keep up the good work just keep up the good work and thank you thank you thank you so very very much we will you stay safe and stick around because i always look forward to what you're going to come up with each week on all those different requests and i appreciate all of you like i said keep up the good work and and get into a little bit of a bit of mischief that might help too (laughs) <laughs> oh, I, I think I can do that all on my own. All right, Jeff. Thanks, Gary. And, Who's next? And Gary Keeler, I know you're unmuted. You're next. Go ahead, Gary. Well, hey, everybody. And uh, it's 40 degrees here, so we're three days, three degrees colder than you are, Jeff. So this could be a world history, you know, historical occurrence, you know. But uh, 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 yesterday, our high was the uh, lowest. Uh, it broke the record for the lowest high temperature on this on that day oh, down wow. the month of October. So it was, you know, it's been in the 40s last day, so we're going to be nice today. It's been raining too, so we got the same kind of weather you do too. Yeah, too. But send the uh, send the memo to us. We was still almost 90 yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we had an interesting boating experience. Uh, Brown will probably talk more about, um, but they had sort of a half-accessible loading machine at our place. They had the machine itself, but they didn't have a keyboard, so uh, <laughs> luckily we have a friend of ours that we hang out with, uh, with took us, and we are like political mind, and so he uh, just... You know, it was a touchpad thing, and he just put our finger here and said, party, 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 party. You know, with our very, with the party we chose. So, you know, it was, uh, it was an interesting experience, but they needed to have that keyboard, and they, I don't think they worked, poll workers knew that they didn't have the whole thing, but. Oh, yeah, I'm going to tell that story here. Oh, my. So. Anything else? Radio. We're going to start calling Gary. Gary Radio. <laughs> I don't know. I stayed up all night last night. I was looking at Radio Locator. I was just looking at the various uh, stations there. And there's some little low-power things I didn't even know about, but I can't even pick up. So it's kind of interesting to uh, uh, You're like Jeff and I. You need a life, 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 life. Yeah, life. that's right. You got it, Gary. Uh, you're right. <laughs> We're in that group. Uh, we'll get back to you, Gary. I've got some things to tell you on this voting, too. And machines. Uh, who's next? Alan Ramos. Can you unmute yourself? And then after Alan Ramos, we'll have uh, Bill in Chicago. Go ahead, Alan. Hello to the panel. Uh, we have 51 degrees here in Ontario. It'll be 79 degrees when it warms up. Oh, 51. And, and I did vote already. I voted by absentee. I, did, I chose to go that way. So I did vote, and it's already been sent in. Ah. Well, 
you're have joined about 80 million other people that have voted so far, and that number may even be higher as I speak. So a lot of people have voted. 80 million. Anything else you and your brother got up no, to? No, just listening to the legend and having a good time, you know. Well, that's what we want to do. Remember, we'll be yeah. on Tuesday night if you're bored. And we're putting together a team, and we're going to do um, give you as the most unbiased that we possibly can and do some election coverage. We did it four years ago, so we're setting in for the evening, and we'll have returns from all over the country and and uh, putting together a lot of stuff. So we shall see. I'm looking forward to that. Walter's happy that the Dodgers uh, finally won, won yesterday. Yeah. yeah so. so we'll be doing that. And thank you, Alan. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, Jeff. Bill, we can you unmute now? yourself, please, uh, out in Chicago? Yeah, real quick. It's 32 degrees here. It's sunny here today, but yesterday and Monday it was in the high 20s, low 30s. We had snow. And we're supposed to get up to 55 degrees on Halloween, they say. Mm. So we're supposed to warm up, and then get, then it's supposed to drop back down to the 20s and 30s again. So, I mean, I, I don't know what you guys are doing for Halloween, but are you answering your door? Or you're not answering your door. What are you doing? Well, some of you. you know. I don't think we're even allowed to have trigger treaters, so it's not right. too well, much. I'm, I don't know anything. I, nothing been said here either, but I'm just curious. Because In I my economy complex, we. That trick or treating has never been allowed, and it it's, it has never been allowed ever since I've been here. So, yeah, I know most most apartment buildings don't allow it. I know, or some complexes don't allow it. That's why I just curious. Or, or, or were you going out trick or treating, Jeff? Um, uh, uh, <laughs> I was just thinking. You're right. It's funny, Jr. Because my daughter, I mean, she's 13 years old, and I'm not even sure if she's trick or treating this year. So, I, I, I did go out last year when she was 12, or maybe no, two years ago when she was 11. I went out trick or treating okay. with her, but I, you know, it's going to be cold in Halloween. I think I'd rather stay by the by the put another. And Jeff says, song? "Just bring the loot to him." And That's right. Bring the loot to me, and I'll and take he'll care inspect of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, also another fact: on uh, Saturday, uh-huh. it's supposed to be the a blue moon, and the last blue moon was two thousand one, I think they said. And that's where you have two full moons in, in the same month. That is true. The second one's a blue moon, right? Right. Just a little, just a little astrological stuff, you know, nothing. And Bill, you can listen to that song, Blue Moon, I Saw You Standing Alone, or whatever. <laughs> we'll play, yeah, we'll right. play it for you. Yeah, my, my wife sang that all the time. She used to get that requested every time she went somewhere to sing. We'll play that it tenderly, for you. right. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll okay. move. Uh, All right, we thank you. We have, we have two more people. Go okay. ahead, Ellen. Uh, can you unmute yourself, please? And after Ellen will be Fran in uh, uh, in uh, Austin. Yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> good morning, guys. Uh, just uh, a couple of things real quick. Uh, Joe forgot to mention, we did have some snow as well, but we're digging out, which is very nice. And we went and we voted, too, but... We did the absentee, but we did the same thing. We went to our church, and one of the ladies at our church, Lisa, she helped us out. And God was sent, not only sent in, but she had a, a mass mailing, so she took it all to the post office. 
We'll be all right. Yeah. You're voted. That's good. Okay. Yeah, we voted. The only thing is we didn't get the I voted stickers, but that's okay. I don't care about those. (laughs) Yeah. Very, very good. You got voted. So that's the main thing. All right. Thank you, Ellen. You bet. Fran, go ahead. I know you're unmuted. Go ahead, Fran. I am unmuted, yes. Once I had finger on the right button. Anyway, um, I wanted to elaborate a little bit on what Gary was saying about our voting experience. When we walked in, we asked them if they had the accessible voting for the blind. And they said they did. Well... They did have it, but they only had, they had the headphones, and they had speech, but all we had in front of us was a big touch screen. There was no keyboard. Um, before, when we voted on our own, we've had a little, like, it's a little remote control thing that um, plugs into the screen, and you have arrows, and, and then the um, center button that's your actual vote, and the arrows take you through the selections. Um, they did not have that. And so had we not had a friend with us to help us put our finger on the right places in the touch screen, um, we would have had a problem because they did not have those there. And it was kind of a situation where we had to go when he could go because he was going out of town and, you know, um, it was just kind of one of those situations where we didn't want to go and come back, so we just went ahead and did it. But I did have a few, you know, nice things. I mean, I didn't, I didn't get all angry and everything, but I did, you know, mention my unhappiness that they didn't have the, you know, and tried to tell them that you know they were not actually in fact set up for the blind because they didn't have those keyboards so um you know so anyway that was our experience (laughs) but we did vote everything went well after that um it's just that it felt like a big step backwards to have to have somebody help me vote again we're going to amplify that story in just a moment. Surprise for early voting because I didn't know what to expect. I knew on election day they would more than likely have it, but I wasn't sure going early. But they do have it, and I'm going to amplify on that in just a moment. We'll get these other calls. Yeah, we got two and, more hands raised. Okay, Beth, uh, Beth, and I got it right now. Beth Moline. There we go. Can you unmute yourself, please, and hit Alt-A to unmute yourself if you're on your computer. That should take care of it. Am I unmuted now? Yes, you are. Go ahead. Thank thank you, Jeff. Yeah, you did get it right. (laughs) And this is a terrific topic because I I actually had an experience yesterday morning when I went first to to get my ID. Everything went okay. I had to get my ID updated, get an address change. And then afterwards, I was told by my sister, we can vote here, too. So... We were actually at the courthouse, and you know most of the way it worked out. I used the auto mark, and I did. They did have the keyboard, but then afterwards, when it came time to marking the ballot, it wasn't working. It was, it was going through, but it just didn't mark it. And really, what they should have done was tested everything through and through right before 
anyone even came in to vote. And, and I, I was told that I was the first one to use the auto mark at the courthouse this year. Well, it turned out there wasn't an ink cartridge in the blasted machine. Human error again. A human yes. I tell you what, I was just... And I, I, I was working on that voting survey with the, the, the National Federation of the Blind Health, and I, for some reason, it wasn't letting me put the survey through. It was letting me do the survey, but after that, I, for some reason, it was asking the questions all over again. Well, how did you finally get to vote? Did your, did your sister help you? What finally happened? Well, actually, there was a couple of election judges, and, and they helped me while my sister went to do her voting. And, and so after that, I said, this shouldn't have to happen. This shouldn't really have to be. I thank them for doing this. And they said, well, we, we had you test it out. And I said, it really should be. I was thinking it should be tested before I even come in there, whoever might be the first person to do it, to, to vote on the auto mark. And I was really, I, I, you know, I just felt bad because and my sister even said when we were in the car afterwards you like helping you like having people help you don't you and i said yes but not with that i said i want to vote independently like you do she understood that (laughs) yeah very 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 good story very thank you the auto mark is going to go away pretty quick here in fact i think this is the last election that it'll be able to be used. Well, I'm going to take some advice in just a moment. Do we have any more hands? We have one more hand. Jerry, can you unmute yourself, please? And uh, hit star six to unmute yourself. Go ahead, Jerry. Well, I was in here earlier, but I had to get out because our medic alert alarm went off without the... It was a false alarm, and it's been doing that. Um, We got got it from United Talk America or whatever it is. And but uh, I want to tell you that um, it's 50 degrees here in Indiana, Pennsylvania, going up to about 59 today. We're having some rain and Zeta's coming to visit us tomorrow. And as far as voting, looking ahead to going to the polls uh, on November 3rd, uh, what are they replacing those machines with the auto mark or whatever? Um, and they're very helpful. If, if, there, if there's an error here, if something doesn't go right, uh, <clears throat> the people that uh, assist us and uh, the people call the courthouse here in Indiana, and they come over and they seem to know everything about what didn't go right and stuff. And, and Jerry, I can't tell you because that's more up to the individual states. Oh, okay. We might still have it here then. By I, then. I May. don't think so. I I think it's going to go away on, in all states because the technology is getting old. But I hope they'll replace it with something accessible. Yeah. Well, I I think they. I believe in Albany County. This is the last year for the auto mark. But but in Renso County, they used another one, which I which I looked at and when I had to fill out a survey, Tim, and it was one that looked like a touch tone phone. And it was terrible. It was the worst thing I ever used. So yeah, I think I saw the same one. We. We did a survey like that, and I was not impressed. <laughs> all right. We've taken care of all the calls, Jeff? I bel- let me. Yes, we have, sir. All right. We're going to talk about, I left here yesterday about 1 o'clock. I went 
to Uber. I had to go to the tax office, so it was close to the voting. And I started out with Lyft. I gave them the, they put in the wrong number in any way. Took us a few minutes to get there, but got to the tax place, got the taxes taken care of. And on the way in, I saw the voting place. So I said, well, I'll just walk in there. And uh, a nice lady came and helped me. And we walked in there. And so I said, this is really, really, really good. So I can vote. So I got ready to go to the machine and vote. And I heard the guy goes, well, if you want to use that, it's going to take you about 45 minutes. So I thought, well, I've got 45 minutes. I don't care. But they couldn't get it to plug in and they couldn't get it started. And I knew we were headed for a tiny bit of trouble when he goes, you know, we covered the, told the other guy, we covered this in training class, and there's not really ever supposed to be anybody like him come in anyway. So I thought, oh, great. So I'm not taking this too bad. I'm I'm going along with it. So he finally comes over, and he goes, we can't get the machine to work, because I'd used it in the primary here in Florida, and and I had the keyboard, and everything worked fine. But so he said, you're going to have to use a ballot and do you want me to mark it for you? I said, no, 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 no. I knew right then and there we were going to have a problem. And I said, I want a Republican and a Democrat to come over. So he got him to come over and he goes, and I don't mean to tell my vote here. I'm not trying to make this political. So please believe me. And this is no reflection on either candidate. But he goes, you want to vote for Trump, right? And I go, no, I did not tell you that. Then I gave him my choice and I told the judges, please note this is exactly what I said. So we went from there. We got it. And we got through the process and the ballot, and I got my receipt and everything. But should I have done something different? Should I have demanded and waited till they get that fixed? Or what would you have guys done in that particular situation? I wasn't discounting that. I wasn't really mad at the guy. I just don't think he could hear it too good, or who knows what he was trying to do. But... We got him straight. I think I would have done the same thing, but when I got home, I might have called the county election office and said, now, I want you to know I did get to vote, but there is a problem that you need to be aware of. Yeah, the machine. Yeah, I, tend, I tend to agree with you, Chris. Uh, Tim, what would have you done in this situation? Yeah, I'm, just trying to get, I'm just trying to get opinions from the panel. Yeah, I would have. I would have probably gotten gone to the election board or whoever it is that's in charge of elections. Um, I mean, I, you, you could have made an issue at the polling place, but it wouldn't probably wouldn't have done you much good. Well, there's a lot of people around, and it was crowded, and I didn't know, but I didn't want to sell out. I didn't want to, but I wanted my point to be heard. Hey, no, 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 you're. You're not going to do that. So, and I guess I could have taken exception to what he said about the people, but I've thought, I'm past that. You know, I'm not going to change his mind, but still. Yeah, but that's, 
how do I say this? I'm trying to be as nice as possible. That's not proper because he was trying to manipulate, he was attempting to manipulate your vote. And that, first of all, that's not even legal, to tell you the truth. But, you know, you got it done, Bill. What can you say? You know, I got a couple of raised hands. Yes, you do. Julie, can you unmute yourself, please? You're the first one. And then, Bill, you'll be next after Julie McCullough. Let me see if you got him. If you're going to unmute yourself, Julie, that would be appreciative. I was going to say real quick. Um, okay, Bill. I'm here. Oh, okay. go ahead, Julie. Go ahead, Julie. Okay, I'm here. It just took a while for it to come up. Anyway, yes, that was very... That was very un, unprofessional for uh, that poll worker to say, oh, you want to vote for Trump, right? That, And I realize they're just volunteers, but they need to be trained better than that. Um, that is not okay. Again, that, that's not legal. You, he actually could get he could actually get in, in legal trouble for that because that's that's trying to manipulate your vote. And that's not legal in this country. Right. Well, how about the other issue that, you know, was missed here? The the issue that I, I would have a problem with is we weren't supposed to have those people showing up. Yes, that's a bigger, that's a huge issue. Yeah. That they that's, just do it, but they aren't expecting to have anybody like that show up. That's, that is really not okay. They need to be prepared for whoever is going to vote and give them and give everyone equal access. So there are problems with the training for the polling and um, and the attitudes, and that is just not okay. And they're not volunteers. They actually get paid to do that. Yeah. In Minnesota, it's a requirement, or it used to be when we used to have the old, I don't know if you guys had the big voting machines where you actually went into a little booth and flip the little switches and <laughs> all that stuff. But anyway, uh, when you did that, for a blind person, you had to have both, um, hang on, Maggie, yeah, both a Democrat and a Republican in the booth with you. Now, it got awful crowded sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah, but when I, the first time I voted, that's the way it was. You went into the little booth and you had a Democrat and a Republican and they told you which lever you needed to push depending on if you were going to vote straight ticket or what you were going to do i had that same i had that same problem and, and it was i found it very claustrophobic but i did it because that's the only way we could do it back then well i yep. thought we were way way past that point you know and and in march no problem you know I walked right in over here and boom 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 he well, that's why, that's why Tim is right. I mean, and Chris is right. That if you write a letter to the county yeah. board of elections where you are and express your displeasure about what happened, uh, you know, because now now time has passed. So now you, you can think about it and you can put it all together in words and you can use, and pen mm-hmm. off a letter to them. That, that, JR, you said the same thing as well. And believe me, if you, if you wrote a letter to the editor, that would really uh, shake things up too. But I don't yeah. really I always wonder. recommend that. Yes, I wonder how many votes he's manipulating. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you need to make sure that they're well trained and not that they can't get by with doing stuff like that. But I didn't. I just went on about my business and said, "No, let's do it this way, please." And 
and the guy said yes and it got registered and a third party read it back to me one of the election ladies read the ballot back to me so then i knew we were okay but still just you just got to be mindful and it could have been just the opposite way too you know but i would have the same thing you know i'll let you know who i want to vote for i didn't like that setup i wanted to use the voting machine but i realized i couldn't so i was just trying to make the best of it well Think- i don't know if we'll ever see this in this country but in other countries you can vote using the internet and in some countries like for example i know a guy named scott in australia scott Rudkowski. And he'll tell you that you can actually vote by using your regular telephone. And they have it down to a science, and it works. So, again, again, we have to make sure that there's no fraud involved. But there are other methods the by which only, things could be done. So, The only thing I wish is there was a way to cut down on some of the noise around you when you use the, the talking machine. Because you really have to listen to, to, to weed out all the other noise and chatter around you. Well, and you have the set, you have the other problem, Jenny, where you have a hearing problem. So when there's a lot of noise, it, you're, you can't filter out the noise as, as easily. So that's another issue for you, and that's not easy either. And I understand that. No, Jeff, do we have more there raised is, hands? No, we have a ton. There is a volume control on the machines, at least yeah, on it, the ones here in Albany. Yeah, but I the problem. Use, I use headphones. Yeah, the right. problem I mean, is that if you're, if, if you're hard of hearing, what happens, Jr. And I think Jennifer can attest to this. And we do have some hand raised. I want to get to them. I just want to say is that I can be – if Tim and I are talking and we're all talking together and Jennifer's trying to hear the conversation, to her it sounds like a blur, okay, yep. because she does have the hearing issue. And, and I've worked with this because I worked at Easter Seals in Syracuse and we talked about people with hard, who are hard of hearing. And just because you scream and, and, and talk louder doesn't always necessarily make sure that the person's going to hear properly. So right. we, we do understand that. Bill, can you unmute yourself? And after Bill, we'll have Gail. After Gail, Marianne Miglieri. And after Marianne, we'll have Beth Moline. Yeah, real quick. Uh, back to Bill voting. If it would have been me, of course, I don't know how much time he had, Bill. But if the guy come up to me and said, oh, we weren't expecting one of these, I'd have said, all right, let me see the, the man in charge of the voting place. And I'd have complained right then to him about this person, his attitude. And then when he said... Are you voting for the existing president? You said no. You want you want somebody to be there to vote it to a Democrat, which is which is the right way to do it. But I'd complain to the head of the election committee right there that right then, or if I had time, I'd have just sat there and made him miserable and said, "Okay, get the equipment. I'm going to wait on it." Or you could have said, me. "Oh, well, I wasn't expecting you to run into your kind either." Well, yeah, but well, you got a little attitude thing there. But I mean, I, I would have just, I'd have complained strictly to the election, the, the, the head, because they got a person there that's in charge. Now, unless he was in charge, but they have a person that's in charge, like the head judge or whatever they call him, that's the head of those polling places. I'd have complained to him right then and confronted that guy right Bill, there. Bill, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get on your bad side. I just know what's going to yeah. happen. I'd be dead. Well, yeah, because, well. Because I know when I, when I got hired, my first job, it's an awful subject, but when I got hired where I worked for six and a half years, the manager interviewed me and said, oh, I see you have an eye problem. What happens if you go out here and you 
step on and fall down the stairs. I yeah. said, well. well the machine shouldn't it, be that much harder to use because they use it if right. you large print, so. Right, right, right. But I just told the guy, I said, well, if I step on something and fall and break a leg, and I said, if you could have walked out there and didn't see it yourself, was laying or the wet step wasn't marked, and you fell and broke your leg, I said, I'll just sue you to the hilt. He just sat there and looked at me and says, you're really, in, you're really up front, aren't you? I said, that's right. He said, you're hired. So I just told him up front what it was. Yeah. Bill, I, if I didn't know you, I would have thought you were from New York City because you have that New York City attitude. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put it this way. I was born and raised in a farm in Indiana and never let anybody BS us or anything. I mean, I knew what was right, what was wrong, what the prices were and that, and you couldn't because I used to be the head mathematician on our farm, and I mean, I've had people try it, even the grain elevator. We sold grain, a guy, one side, this is what the price, this is what you'll get. I said, uh-uh, uh-uh. He was off $2,000, and he used an adding machine. I said, you can't you can't figure. I said, here. So I did it again, made him do it again. He said, oh, you're right, aren't you? I said, yeah, we're damn right I'm right. <laughs> Bill, thank you very much. I'm not trying to rush okay. you, but we do. That's all right. Okay. Who's the next victim, Jeff? I don't think we lost Jeff. We must have. Oh, uh, I think Gail is next. Okay. Go ahead, Gail. Unmute yourself. I already did. I okay. Think. Um, I had a friend help me with voting who works here. I trust her. She's been. Whoops! Did yeah. I? Am I? No, I'm you're good, good, gal. You're good. Just go I just on. put your hand down. Oh, okay. I um, I had a uh, one of the people Eileen's assistant help me vote, and it went very smoothly. We had absentee ballot, and everything worked out fine with that. I was a little afraid to go vote over at our government center because of the whole covid thing and everything like that and and so i just decided to do it this way it's probably the lazy way out but it's also for me the safest way out understood and chris thank you for telling me i was muted because i didn't i didn't realize uh, well when i muted bill it muted you instead so well, maybe I that was maybe in. that wasn't such a bad thing you know <laughs> hey uh, learn how to do that again chris yeah, it was kind of quiet for a while. Yeah, it was real quiet. That's why I popped in and said, oh, it, who, who was next? Because I knew he couldn't. Bill, the question for you real quick before we take the next caller. Did they do any COVID testing or anything where you were? Like, check your temperature when you went in to vote? Or? Nope, nope, no, no, no. Everybody had to wear a mask. And I asked the lady that I walked in with that I met there at the front door who personally took it upon herself to make sure I got in and out and no no COVID testing it was strictly but it was you did have to mask up yeah um, that you did I'm just surprised they weren't checking temperatures or something no they didn't they did not do that well as far as I know they did not now I'm not going to Say they didn't, but I, I was not made aware of that. Of course, you know here in Florida, all the doors are open, and um, but still, I don't know. I I don't think so. Okay, who's next, Jeff? Okay, be, um, make sure I got this right. 
Beth Moline, can you unmute yourself? Hit Alt A to unmute yourself, please. Go ahead, Beth. Okay. I wanted to say about the voting. I I did, first of all, I want to let you know that I did have my mask on. They had no problem. They Everything was fine there. There was something, though, when I was at a, a center in Minneapolis, this is back in 02, and we had to go somewhere for in the fall for one day for um, voting. And um, when we had, there, one of my classmates had, some two people help her, probably Republican and Democrat. But unfortunately, one of the people there said after she was done voting, they said, well, she sure didn't vote for such and such, whoever it was. And I'm thinking, that's not supposed to be blurted out like that. You should be allowed to vote in private like the rest, like the, the rest of the general public. Yeah, that, that should not be a matter of discussion. Yeah. No, no. And Beth, tomorrow's Cat Day, National Cat Day, so we have to celebrate that. Um, I was going to mention real quick that when I I go vote, I always turn the screen off. And sometimes I've had people in there say, you turned your screen off. How do you know what... I said, speech. This, is, this has speech. Speech, yeah. <laughs> speech yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's but it dumb. always kind of made me wonder, they must have been looking at what I was doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and not only that, but when, when I was walking out, when I was walking out, uh, as Tal was going to get home, and I said, well, I'll call a lift. So I took my phone and I... You know, pushed in all the codes like we do, and whatever. She said, "You never talked to nobody. How did you make make arrangements for a ride?" About the time <laughs> she said that, there came the lift. She said, "I can't believe it," but it it was an experience. But it's it's done. But you're right, Beth. That is something to be very mindful of. Yeah, we went to the Washington seminar a few months later after this thing with the voting, and and we told our our senators, our representatives, and they were just appalled. And they, they, we definitely rallied to get the accessible voting machines. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that it happened. You know, in, in our state, the the ACB's fighting the absentee voting or whatever, but they ought to be fighting voting when you get to the poll. Something yeah. they can do something good about right now. Not sure. worrying about something. You can't change the absentee for this ballot right now. The ballots are already out. Over 80 million people have voted. We need to worry about people at the polls and how they vote. <clears throat> so... I want to tell Gail also, that's not, when you did the absentee voting, that's not a lazy way. That's okay. That was just the way you wanted to do it at the time. And it was wonderful that someone was willing to help you. So it's a vote. So mm-hmm. It's still a good vote. Still and if legal, you feel comfortable with fighting. it and that, that worked <laughs> for you, that's fine. That's terrific. <laughs> All right. All right thank you, Beth. Okay. I need to say for whoever I mute in the future today, accidentally i apologize beforehand things are not working well today well, hey, you've been muting me and i've been muting myself but don't worry about it chris it's i fine. think you might have muted jenny uh she muted. i'll go back and check her i just unmuted it okay you unmuted it you no matter been? what i do it's muting people a couple above that it's hmm. weird do we have any other raised hands 
Yes, we have Fran. Can you unmute yourself, please, Fran? And then after Fran, I believe it's, it's I'm not sure if it's Pierre, but it's a 225 area code. Oh, Pierre, so that's our buddy. Hello. That's... <laughs> um, yeah, that, um, there's something I was going to say about another thing I was going to say about the voting thing. Oh, I know. I would have, in fact, I did pretty much do the same thing. I I just felt like I had to just go ahead and, and do my voting, even though I had to have somebody help me, and I didn't want to do it that way. Because I didn't want to make, I mean, there were there were people there waiting to vote. Um, a lot of activity around me. The, you know, it just wouldn't have. Sometimes you have to pick your battles. At least that's the way I feel about it. And I'm I'm not saying that when I got home, you know, that I didn't contact anybody. But at the time, you know, there was nothing they could do that those those keyboards weren't going to just appear out of thin air no matter how long I sat there and, and wasn't happy about it so you know I just decided to go ahead and vote and you know get it done and you know complain about it later and hopefully because what I'm concerned about is they don't understand that they don't have the equipment it's not that they, they don't understand that they don't have it because they think that because it talks and because they have the headphone, that that's enough. And I had to explain, we had to explain to them that, no, that isn't enough. We have to have the remote or the keyboard or something to with which to enter the vote. We can't just use the touch screen. Again, these are all awareness issues. And unfortunately, oh, and, this yeah. year, and this year, maybe we have to also understand, and maybe... Maybe I'm wrong in this, but but this has been a very much different year for elections than we've ever seen in this country well, since I, I've been around. So I, I agree with you, Jeff. But however, you get tired of having to be on the defensive or felt. Oh, like, I, I totally. I, you know agree. what I mean? Can I put you on the spot just a little bit, Tim? Because I know you're more involved in the NFB. Are they? Do they have a, a committee that's that's handling this kind of stuff so that there's a concerted effort on their on the organization's part to really try to straighten this out i know acb is involved in it but i'm curious to know from your point of view if, if yeah. you oh. we have uh, both state and national people working on it and it's uh i think in minnesota it's actually going quite well so, I so you was, would it have been legal to use if you didn't have, if you didn't want somebody to help you, could you have used Ira to help you use the machine? I wonder. Oh, I think that's a state-to-state call. Some states yeah, will allow it, and some will not. They would do that here, but I'm not sure. You know, I don't know. I think that's a state-to-state call. Let's hope that we can get through 2020, and maybe 2021 will be a lot different year right. than, than we've had so far this year, guys. Yeah, really. Let's hope. <laughs> let's hope. Any other callers? We yeah, have the we have, real 225. Yes, we have the Pierre, real 225. Real Pierre, 225. unmute yourself at Star 6. Don't mute yourself, please. Hey, what's up this morning? Um, I uh, I guess we're lucky here. We um, we have this lady, Tawana, that we know at the polls. So when we're on the way to the polls, we call her, and she has the machine set up when we get there. And we just go straight to the, the the start of the line and just go right in and vote and leave. It doesn't take five minutes. Do you vote early, Pierre, or do you vote on election yeah. day? Yeah, we vote early. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we just walk in. 
And she said, don't stand in line, just come straight to the beginning of the line. The machine will be set up, and then all you have to do is vote. But uh, this year, we, we voted absentee because we didn't know what to expect. So I called Tawana, and uh, we mailed them in, and then she said, yeah, they are here. So so we know that, that they're there. That they're if everyone there. could have that same experience, Pierre, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? And I didn't mean to complain, but I just noticed these observations as I was sitting there. You know, and then... They took my ID card, and I finally said, hey, my ID card's like gold. I want it back. This is after 10 or 15 minutes, because I don't know what they're doing with it or where it's at. So he finally gave it back to me. Why did they take your ID card, Bill? Because I thought under the Constitution, you don't have to show an ID when you walk in for poll for to vote. I mean, that, that they don't ask for one in, in, the, in New York State. They do here. They do here. He had to show an ID card, but I wanted to get it back because I didn't want it to lose it. And I'm sitting over here across the room, and I'm waiting on my ID. That was my main concern. And and so I did hear the judge say to the other judge, what am I doing here for? And But... It all it all worked out, and and the people, the poor other people were very, 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 very nice. I mean, they couldn't have been more helpful. So, it was it was just a little different experience because I'm just used to using the machines, and but um, you know, sometimes you don't want to get too high and you don't want to get too low and sail through it and get it done. And anything else, Pierre? Well, early voting was yesterday. It closed yesterday. I'm glad it did because we got that hurricane getting here in about two or three hours. So, oh, was only from what four or five this year you've gotten? Yeah, yeah, we've gotten five so far. Yeah, so but it should be here shortly. Yeah, you, you be careful, Pierre. You keep dodging the bullet, and because yeah. I want to see you there on Friday night, buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a good one. All right. Bye-bye. All right, and Jerry, you're the last one here before before we get to Dave's demo, I believe. So go ahead, Jerry. Can you unmute yourself, please? Hit that star six. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay. Uh, well, here, I'm, I'm glad to say that they're all ready for us. When we get to the polls, they'll say, uh, they'll, they'll ask me for my last name. Uh, Judy's in my last name. We'll say Spiata. And they say, oh, White Township 6, that's our precinct that we're in. And uh, usually they have the machines set up. And, uh, you know, they're, they're really on the ball here. Well, that's good that they've got it together there for you and they can do it. But I, I in all my years, I don't remember early voting being such a big thing as it is now. I mean, I've never seen nothing like it. But at least people are voting. Did you get some coffee? Yeah. So, anything else, Jerry? No. Just uh, have a great day, everybody. You too. And Jerry, celebrate National Cat Day tomorrow. (laughs) I want the chocolate day today. Yeah. Oh, the watch told me it's 10 o'clock. Do we have anybody else, Jeff? No, we're, I think, I think we're, that's all. That's it. Yep. And then I will tell you after 
Chris's demo, we're going to talk about, oh, we got Buddy, and then I will say real quick, we're going to talk about uh, a new phone in my future, and I'll never believe what I'm getting ready to tell you guys after the thing, so stay tuned after the demo. Do you want me to bring Buddy in first? Yeah, yeah, let's do Buddy. Okay, because... Go ahead, buddy. Can you unmute yourself, please? Star six, please. Hit star six on your touchtone phone, buddy. Okay, I, ju- I just did it. Margie. Okay, Margie. Okay, Margie. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, we went to the vote, and it was not a good experience. Um, <laughs> the, uh, we're in North Carolina. We got there. We Our friend Lane, our very best friend Lane, took us, which was a good thing because the speech kept every time Buddy would, we let Buddy go first, every time he would hit. It would only let him vote for for do the president. Then it would shut down. The speech would shut down. So it kept doing that and kept doing that. So finally, Lane just uh, voted for helped us both do it because we're all so close friends that he knew how we were going to vote. But it still wasn't a good thing because we we it was a new uh, system that they had brought in. It was not like that. It was not. It was like a small keyboard thing with arrows. It wasn't like a regular keyboard that we were used to. And the speech kept locking up. So it was not, it was, we got to vote, but it was still not a good thing. Um, I think they're required to have the speech equipment in there for us, but unfortunately, they don't always know how to help you if it's not working. They don't know maintenance like how to fix it a lot of them i think are volunteers and you know they're just uh they're real sweet but they just don't know what to do (laughs) but in north carolina we don't have to show our id so i guess it's state to state i was like jeff i thought it was uh unconstitutional to ask for our id but evidently it's state to state Yep, that's how they verify and, uh, your voter registration, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, I knew uh, I'd have to have it, so I had it, and they asked for well, it, and it, it. It may be state to state now. Which As my stepdaughter said is. to me it, yesterday, vote early, vote often. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank Get you, Margie. Again. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Marge. Sir. Okay, are we almost ready for... Mr. Demo, you want to, anybody interested in a cup of coffee? Um, this is a demo that, well, Dave did it. I assisted um, on the Keurig. It is the Keurig Supreme, K-Supreme Plus. Uh, QVC had the K-Supreme on today's Special Value Sunday. And we were concerned about whether it had buttons we really liked the bigger reservoir 66 ounces but they didn't say if it was a touch screen they referred to buttons but you never know that can be buttons on touch screens so we call keurig and we asked the lady some questions um she was actually very good i didn't know how she was going to be when we called you never know it's hard to explain to people you don't mean buttons on the screen you mean buttons you can actually feel and push but anyway, she got it, and she told me about another one, and that was the K-Supreme Plus that had a 78-ounce reservoir, which we really like because we have to fill our reservoir a whole lot. The one we had was just 48 ounces. We had the K-Select, and it was wonderful. 
but the reservoir wasn't big enough and they don't make a bigger one for that particular machine so that's what prompted us to investigate this and we really like it well we're going to play it for you um maybe it'll wake me up this third cup of coffee and we can do that so here we go so anybody that loves a curry coffee Good morning, everyone. It's time now for another exciting demo. And today, Chris and I have purchased a new Keurig coffee pot. And um, we think it's really fantastic because you can do a lot of things with it. And the nice thing about it, it uses buttons and does not have to use a touch screen. So the first thing I will let have Chris do now is to tell you a little bit about the K-Select, uh, it's not K-Select, it's K-Supreme is the name of this one. So what prompted us to do this was, we still like our K-Select, but what prompted us to do this is the K-Select, while it is wonderful, only has a 48-ounce reservoir, and they don't have a larger reservoir for it. So um, Dave, as you many of you know, drinks a lot of coffee. We get tired of filling the reservoir. We saw on QVC the other day, and I'm sure some of you saw it and may have bought it, the K-Supreme, and it had a 66-ounce reservoir. They had it on today's special value, great price. It was $99, which actually is what it is at, at Keurig, but you get more free coffee at QVC with it. But anyway, it prompted us to call Keurig and ask about the buttons because we were thinking of buying it. And the lady told me, she said, we have one that's called a K-Supreme Plus that is just like the K-Supreme, only it has a 78-ounce reservoir. So anyway, I wanted to tell you about both of them. You can go to Keurig.com. That's K-E-U-R-I-G.com. Or you can call 866-901-2739 and find out any information you want to know. The Keurig Supreme, the K-Supreme, as I said, was $99. The K-Supreme Plus is a little more expensive. It's $185. But if you buy it through Keurig, you get to pick out your own two boxes of coffee, whatever you want. You don't have to take the sample boxes. So that gives you $30 off, and you get free shipping on both. I don't have the item number for QVC, but if you want to call 1-800-345-1515 and press zero for operator, um, they will be happy to help you with it. You don't necessarily have to have the item number in case you have an account set up there. Maybe you don't want to set up another account at Keurig or whatever. Anyway, the K-Supreme Plus is about 12 inches from front to back and about 8 inches at its widest point from right to left if you're facing the Keurig. So that's the size footprint you'll need on your counter. And you'll need about 12 inches of height. Now, 
that is without the lid raised. When you pull the lid up, you're going to need more height. So if that's going to be a problem, I, w I can tell you QVC does have a, a rolling drawer, a storage drawer, that if you pull a lever, it rolls out and will bring the Keurig to you, which will bring the Keurig out from under your upper cabinets so that you can raise the lid, make your coffee, and when you're done, you can just slide that whole thing back in. It's on a framework, and it rolls real smooth. So, you know, that might be an option. They're not that expensive, so that that's an option if you need your Keurig to slide back underneath your upper cabinets. And that's what I know. One thing they did that's really nice uh, with the K-Supreme and the K-Supreme Plus is that the tanks, or the reservoir, uh, has a handle on the on one side, or if you want to call that the front of the tank. Well, it could be the front, the side, the back. You can put it on any way you want to. It looks like a uh, pitcher handle. It's a big, long, it, tall pitcher handle. It's great, like for carrying it over to the sink to fill it up with water or whatever the case may be. And it just sits down onto the Keurig like, like the older Keurigs. The nice thing about that tank is it's square, so if you want to set it down, it's not you don't have to watch so carefully to make sure it doesn't fall over. If you set it in the sink to fill it or if you set it on the counter to fill it, it's it's very stable. Now, when you take the unit out of the box and it's really packed in there, you got to mess around with it, trying to get it all out of the box. And get all the tape off, and there's yeah. tape everywhere. Yeah, so you have to make sure you got all the tape off of if, it. If you can't get the tank off or if you can't get the lid off, check for tape. <laughs> right. Yeah, and it's like scotch tape and that stuff. You can't feel <laughs> it very well. They do leave little courtesy tabs if you can find them, which is nice. But... So you take, uh, when, as I said, when you take it out of the box, you have the the Keurig unit itself, and then you have the tank, and then there's a um, in the box there's uh, a little package in there that has your filter and a filter holder that you can use if you want to. Now here we don't need to use it because our water is. You know, we don't get a mineral buildup or anything from our water here. But you put that down inside your tank, just like you did on the uh, the other Keurigs. And then there's a little filter that goes into that filter holder. And um, that's what's in the box. Of course, there's a book, which doesn't help us too much. It's actually not much of a book anymore. We got the manual. We actually, we I think what we did was we called Ira because I couldn't find the manual. They found the manual online and sent us a link to it. So that's how we got it. And it is a pretty good manual once you have it. <laughs> um, okay, well... Anyway, um, if you have this Keurig out of the box and you got all the tape off of it and all that kind of junk, um, if you look at the front, I'm going to walk over here to where the Keurig is. If you walk over here, and uh, I'm looking at the front of the Keurig, and the first thing I'm going to do is look at the top. It's flat on the top. Even when the tank's on it, the whole thing is flat on the top. And then you've got a, um, if you bring your hands to the front of the Keurig on the top and come down off of the top edge, there's a little, oh, it's a big 
handle, I guess. Let's call it a handle, but it's all it is is a great big horizontal tab that sticks out, and that's what you use to raise and lower the lid on the Keurig, where you put the K-cup. Just like a regular Keurig, for those of you who might have seen a regular Keurig, only the tab, it looks a little different, but it's the same principle. So, the if I start clear over to the left of the Keurig, well, after I took it out of the box and I had the tank, you know, or the reservoir, and, um, you know, I, I washed it out and everything and made sure, you know, because they always tell you to do that just because it's new, you know, whatever. And um, I take this tank, it's, it's uh, as Chris said, it's square, and it has a handle on it. It's a tall, square tank. Now, when you take it out of the box with this Keurig, the tank is towards the back of the unit. And so, to put the tank uh, on the Keurig, you would come all the way to the left of the Keurig, and... Um, if you look at the back of the unit, you'll feel like where the base sort of sticks out a little bit on the left-hand side. It comes out towards the back or away from the back, you know, towards. It's it's on the back, but it sticks out. From the left-hand side. Yeah, it sticks out about, uh, I don't know, about an inch, an inch and a half or something like that. And you set the tank down onto the base. It's like a little platform that sticks out. And you can set the tank on there about two different ways that would would make any sense. I set the tank down on it so that the handle of the tank is facing me or towards the front of the Keurig. It just depends on how your space is arranged. You know, sometimes you might can get to it better if it's pointed sideways. It doesn't matter because the tank is square. You can also move this whole platform and have it behind the Keurig if you don't want it on the back left. You can do some stuff to the base and move it around behind. We're not going to get into that because we didn't do that, and it involves emptying the tank and um, making sure there's no water in it and taking some tabs. If you need to do that, though, you can, but call Keurig if you need to do that and get them to walk you through it. They will. Yeah, I I chose not to move the the tank because if you put it behind the Keurig, that means that the Keurig has to come forward a little bit farther and you may not have enough space in front of your Keurig. Yeah, you'd have room on your counter from front to back, but if you just have a tiny, narrow spot to put it in from right to left, you might want to do that, but, you know, like I said, we didn't get into all that. I read how to do it, but it looked not really complicated, but you've got to find those little tabs, and the company can probably best help you with that. But it's a nice idea. It's a nice way to make a choice. So the unit is out of the box. It's uh, It's got water in the tank, and, of course, there's a lid on the tank. <laughs> That you put on after you put the Keurig on the on the, um, the the tank onto the Keurig. 
Okay, so I'm going to start with the, the flat top on this Keurig right now. I'm going to bring my hands uh, over. I'll start with the, the, the left because that's where on the left-hand side towards the back, you'll see the top of the tank because it's sitting on the Keurig base. And then if I bring my hands over to the right, there's a, a long space on the top going from front to back and in front of the uh, you'll you'll find a sort of a little ridge. It's where, then, it's like where the lid comes up. Where the yeah, it's like where you would where the lid would would hinge up, and right in front of that, then we're going to find um, clear over to the right on the top is a round button, and that's your power button, and um, the button right below that is your temperature correction that's brew over right ice. over ice <laughs> i'll get it out we're not going to brew over any rice but that's <laughs> brew over ice so if you you know want the hot water to go over some <clears throat> ice you know you can put a glass under there and do your thing with it maybe you've got a iced tea k cup or something Okay, now we'll go back over to the left of that brew over ice. And I'm going to come clear over till you see the last button on the left. You know, it's it's right in line with that brew over ice button. But you're going to see, as you bring your hands over to the left, you're going to see one, two, three and Then buttons. a little gap, and then the brew over ice on so, the row. So you have brew over rice, then you have the number three, you have number two, and you have number one. Those are called users, user buttons. Now that's going from left, right to left. That's going from right to left. So if you start with the left, you got user one, then user two, then user three, and then brew over ice. Brew over ice. Now the, the three buttons that are, the, you know, the user one, two, and three, they're pretty close together. So now they're, they're big buttons, so you can't really miss them. There's no separation, though, so you do have to kind of be careful. Okay, now we'll come down below. I'm going to keep my hands on the left hands. Uh, come down right below the um, user one button. And there is a big round circle. And there are seven buttons in this, uh, around the edge of the circle. And so if you start with the top left, right below user one, and there's a great big button, and that is your strength button. That's about an 11 o'clock position on a clock face. Yeah, that's about right. And um, what that's for is if you want to make strong coffee, the default uh, is normal. If you um, if you press that strength button again, it takes it up one one, uh, one strength, strength level, and, and and there's three strengths total. So if you're not sure uh, when you put your K cap in there, you just uh, you can press it three times. And you'll get the high strength. You can play with it till you yeah, find you the one you like. Yeah, you can play with that. 
Okay, we're going to go counterclockwise on the face. So I'm going to come around the circle, coming around counterclockwise. And the first button that I see is four ounces. That's at about the nine o'clock position. Yeah, and it's almost right exactly at nine mm-hmm. o'clock. All right, the next one is... Going around toward the bottom of the going circle. Going around is six ounces. The next button going around is eight ounces. The next one is 12 ounces. 10 ounces. Uh, 10 ounces, I'm sorry. And then the last one is um, 12. 12 ounces. And then right in the center. No, you've got one more. Okay. The, uh, the yeah, the the last button around is your temperature button, and it works the same as the strength. It's it, got three temperatures, and it's at about the one o'clock position on the clock face. And um, of course, if you're if just using the thing is in its defaults, you don't have to worry about that. All you have to to do is put your K cup in, press the size button. You know, after you turn the power on, and press the size button, and then hit the right in the center is a great big round button, and that's your brew button. What's that? About the size of a quarter, maybe? Oh, heck, it's bigger than that. That's that's more like a silver dollar. <laughs> it's pretty good size. And the nice thing about this unit, and a lot of people complained about, like even with the K-Select, was is a great unit and everything, and it does work really, really well, um, was the unit would power off after about two hours. So if you, you went... Shut that off. You, you could turn it off, but if you didn't know how to do that, you know, you, you'd have to around and turn the power back on and then wait, wait till the unit heats up and and then you know then brew your coffee well the way they did this you turn that power on when when you first plug it in and after it's plugged in then you can you know you can do your brewing and all this kind of stuff it doesn't have to you don't have to wait for it to heat up it does shut off five minutes after you make your brew well I don't want to say shut off it, it, it goes, goes into, into like to a, a battery stand- Save or, whatever. or something. I mean, a electricity save. So, I don't care if it's five hours later or whatever. When you go to brew a cup of coffee, you, you know, you just lift your lid and and um, put your K cup in there and press the size or use one of these other buttons, um, and you can brew your coffee. and And it doesn't take any longer than it would just to uh, to brew just a straight cup of coffee. It's amazing. It's like when you lift the lid, it wakes it up. Yeah. The wake-up lid. (laughs) Now, when you took this unit out of the box, and I forgot to mention this, there is a tray. Um, It has a a top on the tray that you can take off to clean it if you need to. Uh, And what you do is you take this tray and if you have the Keurig sitting down and you just slide the tray in against the front of the Keurig and it'll it'll just lock right into place. Well, it, it'll it'll stay in place. Kind of click into place. And that's in case you ever forget to put a cup under there, it will hold I think they said 10 ounces of water yeah. Yeah. or what coffee or whatever. And also, if you pull that tray out, you can put a taller mug underneath there. Yeah, like a you know like a bigger a glass or whatever. Or something. 
Okay, there's, there's a good bit of height in there, so you could use a pretty good size mug underneath there if you pull that tray away from the curing and set it aside. So, the first thing, I'm, what I want to do now is to kind of give you an idea how this thing works. I'm going to... Are you going to talk about programming it or... What I'm going to do is show you how to use the user buttons. So, what, I'm, what, what I would do before I do it is um, I would put in a K-cup and uh, you know lift the lid put my cake up in there and press down on it on the edges to make sure that it seals or that, that the seats bottom, right yeah. and then close the lid and then what i can do is i can um let's say i want the user one to be which would be mine <laughs> I like super strong coffee, so what I would do is press the user button uh, three times if I haven't set it first, and uh, that's going to set that to the strongest setting. Well, that's the you press the strength button three times. I think you said the user button. Yeah, I guess I did, didn't I? Mm -hmm. I will correct that. I will press the u u user button. Uh, well, I can press the strength. I can do it in either order, but I can press the strength button three times. And after I press it three times, then I press my uh, size button. And then I hold down the user button for about three seconds. That's the user one button. That would be the user one button because that's the one I'm programming. And uh, once I do that, anytime I want to brew a cup of coffee, if I want it strong, I can just use that user one button. I put my cake up in there, close the wet lid, put my uh, cup under there, press the user button, user one, and then press the big round button in the middle for the brew, and it's going to give me my strong cup of coffee. Now, I did the same thing with mine, only I picked user three because the buttons are kind of close together. They're big enough, but they're kind of close together. So, But I wanted mine. I didn't want mine stronger. I wanted mine a little bit hotter. So I upped the temperature on mine. It, it's not by much because you, you only get about three degrees variance, but it makes it just a little bit hotter. And I programmed mine to be hotter. So if I want to make, I just press user three and then the size if I want to change the size and then brew. Right. And the default on this unit is eight ounces. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if if you're not sure and you just want to ignore that, you can just put your cake up in and, and hit uh, the number for uh, the number eight for the size, and um, that'll work. Let me go over this user one again so that I can correct any mistakes I made on that. The first thing I will do is I'll take my strength button and um, if, if it was already on the default, I would press the strength button uh, three times, which is going to give me strong. And because it's, I guess, uh, low, medium, and high. And so I'll, I'll do that. 
then I will press my size so I would go to nine o'clock for example that's four ounces then six ounces and I want the eight ounce and I press that then I would take user one and hold that button in, press it in, press it down for about three seconds to save it. Okay? And you reprogram them the same way, so if you want to change it, you can. It'll just overwrite. Yeah. So what I'm going to do, it's time for me to have a, a hot cup of coffee. And they, it, it's a little bit quieter than a lot of the Keurigs. It does make a little bit of noise. I'm going to use my brew button. So the first thing I'm going to do <laughs> is put a K-cup in there. And you can brew just water if you want to, unlike some of them. You don't necessarily have to have a K-cup if you just want to brew over tea. I'm yeah, you can just put bag. your glass under and press the size you want and then hit the brew button and away it goes. Or a package get... of hot chocolate or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so I just put a cake up in and I took my fingers around the top edge and pressed it down and I felt it snap. So I know it's seated in there correctly and I closed the lid. Now, since I have my user one, that's what I use and it's set. So all I'm going to do is press user one press that, then I'll press my brew button. Okay, it's brewing now. And you may hear our ring camera go off because I think there's FedEx or something out there. Or the mail, I believe. And you can probably hear the stuff going in. Now, it takes a little longer when you use the strength. If you have it on high strength, it, it takes a little bit longer because that's the idea of the strength. Uh, to make sure that it is strong. So it's still brewing. It'll take probably about a minute, maybe a little less. But I didn't have to worry about it because the unit does not, um, How about on it goes on standby for the next time that uh, one of us want to brew another cup of coffee. We would have turned the machine off and edited that out, but you would have missed hearing it brew if we hadn't done that. Right. So it's about finished. That's all she wrote. It's it's done. My coffee is done, and I'm going to give Chris the K cup to throw away. I'll get it out of there. And then I will close the lid on the Keurig. Now I'll take this. So Chris had her hands full, so I'm going to go throw this K cup in the trash. We don't need that no more. Okay. 
and that's how the um, that's how it works. It's it you know it's it's really simple as far as that goes. Our mailman brought a package in and set it on the table. Actually, there were two. One of them was pretty heavy, so, so he set it on the table. Anyway, <laughs> always got to deal with the interruptions. You never know when you're doing a demo, anything can happen. And like I said, we couldn't shut it down and edit it out because you would have missed the brew. Right. So that's how the unit works. Chris, do you want to give the information about the product one more time? Yeah, this is uh, it's about a 12 by 8 space on your counter and about 12 inches tall plus enough room to open the lid, which is another, what, 5, 6 inches. Um, it, this is a case Supreme Select for $185. There's also a case Supreme that's $99. It has a smaller reservoir. It has a 66 ounce where the plus has a 78, which we really wanted the 78. Um, you can call Keurig if you have any questions at 866-901-2739 or you can go to Keurig.com and Keurig is spelled K-E-U-R-I-G and for those of you who have signed up for the Coffee Club email, you will find links in there to take you to Keurig.com. You can also buy the Supreme at uh, uh, the regular Supreme at QVC. Yes, and I, I didn't put the QVC link in there because uh, since it's 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 the same price to buy through Keurig right now. But if you want to order through QVC, go to QVC.com, put Keurig Supreme in the search field, or call 1-800-345-1515 and choose the operator option, and they will help you. Well, that's how the unit works. Um, we really like it, and it can make some nice hot coffee and nice and strong the way I like it. And had it not been for the reservoir change, we probably would have kept the, go, using the Select because that's a really good brewer. Right. If you have any questions about the product, you can always email Bill Sparks at bill at billsparks.org. That's bill at billsparks.org. Or if you have any comments or questions regarding this demo during this live broadcast, you may reach us by dialing 646-558-8656. Press pound when instructed. When you're asked for a meeting, well, let me get the phone number again. 646-558-8656. Press pound when prompted. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 848 Seven two five four five zero. That's eight four eight seven two five four five zero. When you're asked for user ID, press pound again, and you will be in the room where you may ask your question or make your comment regarding this product. Well, we're very happy with this Keurig. Everyone have a great week and stay tuned next week for another, another exciting, exciting demo. demo. Yeah, very exciting and a very good cup of coffee. I love it. I know you do, Jeff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Can I ask you a question? The only, only question I would ask you is this. Um, if you're brewing coffee and let's say you make these settings changes, and let's say, you know, 
you gone away for a week or you maybe have, you know, and you forgot what the changes were. Is there a way to get that thing back to factory settings? Oh, yeah. All, uh, just all, all you have to do is is uh, just press the, well, the size that, the size that you want, like eight ounces or whatever. And if you press whatever user you were using to hold it down, That'll get rid of it. It'll overwrite. It'll but overwrite. you can also unplug it for, what is it, 12 minutes yeah, to return like it to default settings. So if that's just me, then I, would I have to set a user setting for me if it's just me? Or it, wouldn't, it wouldn't really matter at that point. No, well, you don't have you to. You don't have to, but you would need to press the strong every time. Oh, yes. And it definitely needs three three strong buttons straight <laughs> Yeah, I tell you that. <laughs> that's, that's the way I like mine, so I just use the user one. Because you have up to three users. Have you tried the brew over so you can make iced tea? Have you guys tried that at all? Yes. Tell us a little bit about that, Chris. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know that I can tell any difference. I think what it does is just make it stronger without pressing the strong button, maybe. I I don't know for sure. We've only done it once. Because it it still puts hot water out. Well, sure, (laughs) it will. (laughs) <laughs> it has to put hot water through those iced tea K cups, but I I don't understand what the difference is. Maybe someday I'll ask them when I have them on the we phone. We got it and on one, ours go here. Ahead, yes, you. Yeah. Yeah. One more quick question: What about cleaning this thing now? Because it has five different needles, is it going to be harder to clean? Do you think? No the the five uh, needles they just the, the extra needles just punch five holes. So you know, oh, on, you can just wipe on those top. off. Yeah, and except on top. for all except for the middle one. In the middle one, you you know, you can clean it like just like you did with the other one using a paper clip. Ah, very good, Jared. Did you have a question? Did you have something to say? Because I heard you come in. Yeah. So does it the five needles? Do they are they putting water out too? Or are they 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 do? Okay. It it I think it's designed to get more water to the far reaches of the K-cup faster. Mm-hmm. Does it does it also have plunge the holes straight through? You know, no, through it just goes the- through the... No, it just goes through... When you put the K-cup in, on the bottom of the K-cup, there is a... Let's see. On the, on the, on the bottom of the K-cup, when you put it into the Keurig, the Keurig has a little needle that sticks up, just like mm-hmm. you know on all the old ones. So when you put the, that punches the hole in the bottom of the K cup. But then, it basically lets more water into the K cup, and causes a little more pressure in that bottom hole because you've got these five needles and it's going out by way of that one hole. So. And are the cre- are the cleaning instructions pretty much the same for all, for this? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Yep. It actually, to me, didn't sound like it was that much faster. No, I, I don't know that it's faster. Um, what makes it faster is if you know, like a lot of these Keurigs, if you didn't know how to turn it off. I mean, if you turned it, you know, uh, I mean, to get it to automatically shut off, uh, or to turn that auto or to shut turn off. That off. off then every you know it would shut off in like two hours, and then you would have to turn it on, and then you have to wait for the unit to heat up but before you can brew the coffee. Where this way, 
that doesn't happen because it starts yeah. brewing right away. And as the water goes across the you know heating elements in there, it's already hot. But he was using a strong setting, the th- the strongest setting he could use, and that is going to slow it down some. Yeah, because yeah, what that does is slows the water down, so it, you know it can really it's like steeping. You know, it just soaks yeah. in there real good. And ah, oh. it sounds. I'm really getting thirsty now. Yeah, we have, a, we have a hand raised from Ellen. Ellen out in Albuquerque. Can you please unmute yourself, please, and we can get to your question. Wow. Um, go ahead. Um, actually, I was just going to have a little fun with you guys. So, both you, so Jeff, both you and, and Dave like truck driver's coffee? We do. I mean, I don't know about Dave. I'm talking for me. I, I, I do. Um, I'll, I'll tell you how bad it is, Ellen. When, I, when, my okay. sister, when my sister Sharon comes up to visit me in Albany, New York, I'll say, can I get you some coffee? And no, I'm not getting coffee from you. I'll tell you what. I will drop over to the Panera Bread because it's about two minutes away from my house. And I'll, I'll bring it back for myself. You, you can have your strong coffee. I can't drink that coffee. That's exactly what she says to me all the time whenever she visits me. So she won't drink my coffee. <laughs> so now do you understand what I'm trying to say, Ellen? No, I got it. I yeah, have, truck driver I, I, coffee is really good. You ought to keep her a little sample box of caribou or something, see? You're, you're, you're probably right about that. But, um, I mean, I mean, I get that. You're probably right about that, Chris. But she doesn't come up well now because of this whole COVID thing. She hasn't come up at all for for quite a while. I haven't seen her in a while. But yeah, there's yeah. only like five K cups in there, or maybe four. I'm not sure. We have a friend of ours that we buy uh, <coughs> Folgers for. Um, I'm not a big Folgers fan, but uh, <laughs> he loves it. Then. Uh, Mrs. So Olson's not going to like you, Tim. Uh, she <laughs> okay, Chris. I'm, you I'm just intrigued with a five-needle thing. Yeah, five needles, yeah. Yeah. Don't know if it makes that much difference, Dave said, but it's there, and they think it doesn't. I guess it doesn't hurt anything, but... It does seem to give it a little more flavor. We do like the big reservoir, though. That was the big draw. Yeah, I think it would get more of the coffee wet, and that's what I noticed. Yeah, that's right. Because sometimes, you know, some of that stuff gets stuck on the edges, and the more water you put in there, the more flavor you're going to get out of it. You'll probably notice the difference in the weight of the K-cup to the, you know, when when you have to take them out. That's right. That they're probably a little bit heavier, I would imagine. So what are you guys going to do with your regular K-Select that you've been using all these years? It's in the studio. It's right here beside me. I can reach out and touch it. <laughs> well, you always know that you have a coffee machine at hand. That's all I can say. Yeah, coffee in the studio. By the we haven't way, used it yet, but I bet we will this winter. I was going to mention for cleaning the Keurigs, I don't think a lot of people realize that that little reservoir that you put the cup in the k cup in that comes apart yeah it does and it sure makes it a lot easier to clean than trying to <laughs> trying to find a hole to... yeah tim's tim's talking about the, where where you put the k cup in on the cure mm. it's the k cup holder and if you come down to the bottom of that of the um where the k cup goes in and down at the bottom there's a big round hole right there and you can stick your finger in there and you can push up on that and that whole k-cup holder comes out 
And then you can run it underwater and do a, whatever you want to with it. Well, plus there's a couple of tabs on there that you have to unclip. Yeah, you yeah. can, but you can take the bottom part of that K-cuff holder off. Right. Mm-hmm. And what's nice about that K-cup, because you'd have to take it off anyway if you used the My K-cup, because you wouldn't be able to use it with the K-cup holder. From yeah, but we decided, I mean, this is a personal opinion, but we decided that My K-cup is a pain in the neck. To clean out, you got to clean. You got to dig all those coffee grounds out, and they're wet and packed in there. And it's like the the old perk yeah. coffee pots, you know. It's not worth it doing that for one cup of coffee. If you ask we me, some little pods that are they're like a coffee filter, and they go in the K cup holder. Ah. Just and they actually feel a lot like a K cup, but those work quite well. I use those. You know, I wonder if those will work with a new machine. I don't know. Um, There's some, the, the, this machine yeah, is supposed to work everything with all is the supposed to. All different types. And you say the tech support's pretty good, uh, Chris, Chris? Yeah. Chris, I mean, we, uh, we've it, found their tech support to be real good. Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, Chris, how about a recipe before we well, get it? Today is National Chocolate Day, so we're going to do chocolate mint pie. (coughs) One Pillsbury Pet Ritz frozen deep dish pie crust. Now, I'm sure you could use any brand you wanted. This happens to be a particular recipe where they chose Pet Ritz. One and one quarter cups of milk. One four ounce serving size package of cook and serve chocolate pudding and pie filling mix and you could use regular chocolate or fudge or you could probably even use fudge mint if you can find it one cup semi-sweet chocolate chips three or four ounces of cream cheese softened it actually calls for four but if you had a eight ounce block you could cut it in half and have four but if you just wanted to buy a package special for this i'm sure the three ounce package would work fine one half cup of powdered sugar, one quarter teaspoon peppermint extract, four to five drops of green food coloring, two cups of frozen whipped topping thawed, and two thin rectangular chocolate and green mints unwrapped. Now what I am planning on doing is using the Andes mints and just open them and chop them up do a coarse chop anyway how to make it you preheat your oven to 400 degrees and you bake the pie crust as directed on the package for one crust baked unfilled pie shell cool completely about 30 minutes meanwhile in a two-quart saucepan you stir together milk and pudding mix cook as directed on package which basically means cook stirring constantly until your pudding starts to thicken and you have to really watch it because milk will scorch easily so you don't want to put it on high continue cooking over low heat while adding chocolate chips stirring until the chips are melted remove from heat and set aside in medium bowl beat the cream cheese the powdered sugar the peppermint extract and one or two drops of the food coloring until smooth Gently fold in one cup of the whipped topping. Spread cream cheese mixture in your shell. Top with your chocolate pudding mixture. 
refrigerate for at least two hours or until set. And to color the remaining one cup of whipped topping, in a small bowl, stir your one cup of topping and your remaining green food coloring, spread that over your pie, and garnish it with the chopped mints that you've unwrapped the green and the chocolate ones or the Andes mints and put in the refrigerator until you get ready to serve it. Have you tried this? I have tried something like it. I haven't tried this exact recipe, but it it will work because I've tried something very similar. You know, it's it's a perfect winter recipe and it sounds like something that you could serve as an addition to, well, let's say pumpkin pie or mince pie right. or whatever you want for Thanksgiving, it sounds it sounds pretty good. And next week we are going to get into a pumpkin recipe or two for November. Oh yeah, and, that's coming. And Chris, you forgot to mention it doesn't have any calories. No, of course not. <laughs> oh, never. They never have any calories. No. No, you just put a hole in it and let the calories run out. That, that's <laughs> why you have to unwrap everything to let the calories leave. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's no glucose in there either. No, 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 no. No. Hey, Tim, do we have any callers, by the way, that have left voicemails by chance? Nope. You know, I haven't Not seen any. I just went to look. Oh. By the way, Tim, is there something going on with the old server? I'm getting all kinds of bounced messages and things. I I haven't turned it on, but it looks like it may be left on or some kind of a problem. Well, huh. So, Let me check here. My legend oldies was cutting out it occasionally, but it's not now, so I thought it was just on my end. No, there's something something going on. When I go to the... I've been working on a project for the Coffee Cub slash All Things Radio, a $79 to $99 tablet, which is very media-friendly and very easy to use. And very accessible. So we're going to be talking about that real soon, along with a a new phone. But anyway, a very accessible um, Android tablet with a keyboard. You don't have to use a keyboard, but you can. Folds out into a keyboard. And I've really gotten to know it since I've been here in Florida, taking the time to work it and and to be able to listen to Bard books, Audible books, Sirius XM, tune in, and all the different radio things, news, email, for you've, you've uh, actually less than hundred bucks. Got my interest because I could I could take it and put it in my bedroom and watch uh, television. Well, the reason that spurred this on was two things. Jenny's been u- been using that Braille Note Touch. And it's Android-based, and I thought, she's getting by pretty easy on that. Why so? So I checked hers out, and then I had bought this about a year ago and used a little bit, but not really gave it the attention that it might have needed. And now it's it's probably going to replace my tap that's the battery's dying, and I needed something that, like Jeff, he likes to listen to W-I-N-S. Or, you know, if I want to listen to podcast, I can speak to it, you know, and say, hey, you know, who, G-O-O-G-L-E, 
you know, play this, whatever. It's got the assistant and lots of different things for the price. And it's got a, I mean, it's, you know, a $79 tablet. You're not going to get the best tone, but it's not bad, but very, very, very easy to use. And I was surprised, to be totally honest with you. So we're going to be talking about that, if there's any interest in that at all. And JR, for your benefit, for, and I haven't played with this, but I know other people who are visually impaired who use uh, ham radio. There are actually ham radio applications where we can get onto the digital networks with the Android. So just letting you know that that's... Just just that's, letting you know that that's... It's, I mean, I, I love my iPhone, no question, but there is some very accessible stuff out there. And we're going to be talking about that. Especially, I don't understand why all the iPhone users hate Android, just in general principle. There's some cool things about it. Like lots of times when you're using something that has switches, it's easier to tell if the switch is on or not with Android than it is with iOS lots of times. Well, I think, Jennifer, it goes back to the old days. At, at, at one point when Android was first coming out, it really wasn't really very usable. And But now more and more, and, and actually we're seeing this more and more, because if I look at the line of information technology list, I mean, more and more visually impaired users are using Android as well as iPhone, and some people are using both, and some people have converted over the other way. So yep. it is becoming more popular. I think I think that's the way iPhone's meaning it to do it, too, with uh, a, lot of pe- a lot of the... The new development that they're doing is trying to get so the the platform's pretty much the same. Well, I hope so, but it's nice to be able to stick an SD card in here and copy things back and forth that I can't do on my iPhone. Yeah. And you can store a lot of stuff. But you know, we'll just we'll just have to see and we'll see what we're seeing, but there sure is a lot of radio apps. Whoa. What's so, the new phone, Bill? The new phone probably probably will be the Samsung S20 F is in favorite, E is in whatever, Echo, FE, and it's a 6.5 inch screen, da 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 and so we'll see. We'll see, JR. If you want more details, just send me an email or call me, and Jeff can give you the thing, and I'll tell you more about it when that deal probably, you so, know. So you're going to replace your iPhone with uh No, I don't know that I'm going to replace it, JR. I'm not totally ready to jump into the water but there's a lot of times that I can't do with my Apple phone I need a microphone for events or um, and I can't plug my microphone directly in because mm-hmm. the Apple limits that so it has what is called a USB C as in cat port. I had to get that word cat in there. And you, Samsung or Android doesn't, they don't block your use 
of the microphone. Another, it's kind of hard to explain, but Apple limits that. So you have to go through the Apple microphone. You can't use the external mic. It has to go through the, you know, you just can't plug it in directly. The other plus for Android today, JR, is that it, it, it supports open source programs, so you don't have to nope. have the approval of Apple, of, uh, of, of uh, the Google, to, to use that, to get an application to work on it. You, you, you can put open source code on this thing, and it's supposed to work. So we shall see what we shall see, you know, and how, how that goes. Um, the other thing, JR, is we we do our lions club meeting and i needed the ability to i've got a samsung speaker and if i plug in my iphone you know i i pair it up we need to bring our phone we have a phone conference um for people who can't make it to the meeting but apple won't let me put the um the phone sound or the, the you know the conference call out over the speaker it'll it'll play whatever you know the other content but it won't let voice over it it's changed that over the past few years so i needed a device that is going to allow me to do that and you're not able to do that in like zoom or something no they don't want to use zoom that's the problem um, Who doesn't want to use them? The the other Lions Club members. They no. want a, well. you know, they want a phone, a pure where you dial the phone. They don't want Zoom. Brings me back to President Kennedy. Right <laughs> there, yeah. you go. <laughs> so it'll be an interesting experience. So we'll 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 see what happens. Hey, I'm going to put David Chris on the spot a little bit, but maybe, maybe not. Do you think that it would be would be worth doing a demonstration of your iPhone 12 when you get when you get totally familiar with it, or do you think that would be something that would be not necessary? I'm just, you know, we probably could. I'm not sure how much there would be to do, though. I mean, the Face ID is new. There's a back tap that's new. Some things like that. We could talk about that, but basically. We held our phone, our old phone, next to our new phone and sort of let it basically make a copy. So there's a few things we could demonstrate. Yeah, that back tap is kind of cool if you, you know, the new iPhones do not have a home. Now, I have to ask you, um, when I did that, it didn't, for some reason, transfer my BARD app over. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Did yours? Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything we had transferred over. Ah, yeah. Okay. Once you put your user ID information into the user ID and in, uh, into your to your phone, it should automatically start transferring everything through the iCloud. Now, one thing that does well, you can do it. You can restore through the through the cloud, but we didn't do that. We just transferred everything from one phone to the, to the other. Phone. But the one thing that does happen, and, and a lot of I guess. When we did Chris's, we didn't realize what was happening because the phone goes dead for a while. 
And it takes a little while. I think it took about 23, about 24 minutes 20, or yeah. maybe more. His was faster because he doesn't have as much stuff on his phone. But it comes up by itself. But we didn't understand what was going on. So we used Ira and called and um, they took a picture of the screen and told us what was going on. And they said, oh, it's going up in percentages. They, so. they watched it for a minute to make sure it was going up. We used Dave's phone to take a picture of my phone. You know and what's then, funny? And, if you, and, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. And, and then when it, and once the phone comes up, you have to sort of wait a while because it's loading all the apps. Everything will you, say loading. Yeah. The other thing, JR, is... Part of the reason for a couple of the changes is just the challenge of it. You oh, yeah. And I, that's one of the things that I'm kind of intrigued about is the challenge. Of is it. the challenge. It's, yeah. you know, it's the challenge. Isn't that why you do use test? It's like why you use test flight all the time to just take, take a new out, check out new applications on your iPhone. Right. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a challenge. And we're not going to do that. And um, so... We'll we'll have more stories to tell you, but I will tell everybody, anybody that's interested in an inexpensive tablet that works right out of the shelf, that, you know, you, it's hard to find a device that will play your Bard books, play your Audible books, you know, do your... Uh, you know, the Google Assistant, you can actually use... Um, Lady A on it too. It's got that app, but to do a lot of your mainstream apps, and if you wanted a keyboard with it, it all folds together. So, and it does have what is called a earphone jack. You ever heard of those? A headphone jack? <laughs> you mean they yeah. actually exist? Actually, yeah. has a <laughs> never mind. No, yeah. I'm sorry. Actually, has one of those. Can you believe it? With a, I compare this tablet to the Amazon tablet. Uh, oh, it's about like comparing the five five needles to the one needle. It's a huge difference. The Am- this doesn't even the Amazon doesn't even compare to this one. And this what one, is it? What is it called, Bill? It's called an on tablet. O N N. And you can buy them at Walmart. Now, as my friend Mike said, they're not rocking the latest, latest, latest version. I think they're using version 9 of Android, and they're on 11 and a few things, but mainly 10. Not that it couldn't be updated, but it works quite well with all in fact i'm running eloquent speech on mine so you can run all kinds of things so it is a as the purists say it's a pure android experience i'm jealous so yeah but for that little of a price it's a pretty good little investment for radio stations podcast news you can even watch Hulu on here for a little 10-inch tablet. So, anyway, just something to think about. I know we're a little over. Um, Tim, I don't think you'll have any problems, but I need to go check the the old server and see why that's on because it's getting all kinds of errors and crashes, and that's why we really like 
all the broadcasters to go away from it because it is causing problems for the legend. We're getting all kinds of crashes. Uh, hopefully, we'll be on in a few seconds here. Well, yeah, I don't think you'll have any trouble. <laughs> I think it'll be okay. I don't think it'll affect you because you're logging on to our new. But yeah, I better... when I try to log into the old one, if it is up, it's giving me that 10,061 error. Okay, so I, I will... Don't know. I will go check, but it's an issue, so we'll check that. And more stories to tell you. Just I urge everybody get out and vote if you can. Vote absent. Where where you have to do it, don't let our any little hiccups or whatever um, discourage you. We don't tell you that to complain. We just tell you what's going on, and it's okay. And it's just the beauty of being able to vote and to do the thing. So it's it's a wonderful thing that we can do. So we are not complaining. All right. Let me find some switches here, Tim, and I will. And thanks, everybody, on the thing. And, Jr. you can, once I get yep. this done today, give me a call or whatever. Well, get it going. All right. All See right, everybody bye. next week. Bye-bye.